And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day. Good morning, two and three. With Morocco, Seth, and Mando. Tune in live at 10 30. And it's all on road radio. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GMGM Rock Radio Yo, 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 what up, what up, good morning, good morning, GMGM Tuesday, is it, yeah, it's Tuesday, hell yeah, uh, February 20, 28th, <laughs> 2023, look at that Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. I got my co-host in the house, Mando out of Lisbon, OSF out of Dubai. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? GM, man, how are you? I'm fine. Hey, guys, GM. We're back. We're back. Oh, we showed up on camera, too. Let's go. We up on camera. Wow. Let's go. <laughs> Love to see that. Hell yeah. I was expecting you to... To, to show up and even more on camera but you're here hell yeah you love to see it oh my god this is fun this is gonna be an absolute banger of an episode we're back we're all home aside from Ovi but he's crushing it out there in the Middle East Habibi Habibi Ovi <laughs> exactly how's Dubai um yeah it's awesome man it's free sick so I you sold here. out your collection congrats yeah, I have like um, there's this like um, there's like multi sensory gallery thing here. So you walk in, it's like a big three sixty display, but um, you can hear sound, you can feel the breeze and stuff. There's fog, there's different smells. So it's really sick to see digital art in that kind of medium because I think we're just so used to looking at our phones and screens. Um, and I think I he's like, I was wondering yeah. if I'm smoking next to you. I was like, what? Where did he just come from? Um, on that photo, which, which one? The photo where you look like you're shilling somebody, but there seems to be smoke everywhere. And you get, you yeah, yeah, that's, that's maybe that. he's an X actor or something. <laughs> that's going to be the fog that comes out to, to like dramatic effect. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see that photo. I got to go oh, check we, it we out. Need to, we need to, we need to pin it. Need to pin where it. is that? It's a good oh, photo. A good photo. Is it? Photo. All right, hell yeah, I definitely want to check it out. Definitely want to check it out. But we're back. We're back. Oh, my God. This is good. Finally got my roadcaster. It's so funny. I go back home, Mando, and, and the plug was just there on the floor waiting for me. Uh, the, <laughs> the cord, the power adapter. It was just I feel, you. I feel your pain. I actually did the show by myself yesterday. Well, I didn't do it by myself, but um, definitely without the regular co-host. How was it? Yeah. How were Lox and, and George? Great, actually. It was a good show. It was a really good show. Lox did... Um, Doc said he was really nervous going into it, but he did really well. And then George kind of added, added like an art angle to everything that was being said. So I basically tried to replace you with Locks and OSF with George. Um, and I don't know. I think we did all right. I think it was a solid like six out of ten. Oh, my God. I, I listen. I heard only great things about yesterday's show. People enjoyed it. Mine is a fact that you didn't hit the record button, but that happens to the best of us. <laughs> The best of us. It's, I've been there, so you know, I've been there, I've done that. It's weird because sometimes Twitter has it like as a default setting uh, that it's on, and sometimes I it's, it was on. Yeah, yeah, usually it's a default setting. But lately, uh, I almost sli- I almost slipped a few times as well, so I can definitely relate to you. But anyways, 
Anyways, anyways, um, today on the show, today, today, DJ's NFT market report as usual, crypto, macro, NFTs, 1,000 ETH Dookie Dash key sale by Mongrel to Adam Weitzman. It was pretty crazy. Plus, Yuga Labs Ordinals. I said that in the group chat. Oh, was like, are you sure that's the real account? That's how much that came out of left field. <laughs> I had to check like 10 times. There's a golden badge on that Twitter. Yeah, that is a real account. <laughs> so yeah, they are getting to order those interesting generative art projects. So of course, we'll talk about that uh, for a minute. After that, Comb, Comb Pros, who's going to come on for, for a quick little segment. is the founder of NFT Paris. I mean, of course, I know you guys debriefed a little bit yesterday, but we didn't get to yet. Just got back from France yesterday afternoon. So a quick little uh, NFT Paris uh, debrief with the founder. Uh, it's pretty impressive, man. They went from 500 people last year to 18,000 attendees uh, this year. Uh, talk about a number going up in that front. And of course, and of course, this this episode is actually special because we had the fair team. We got the fair team and its founders coming on stage for an interview. As you all know, they are our title sponsor, and today is the day they're gonna come and chat about what they're up to, what they've been building, what they are, everything. I'm sure people are wondering, like, wait, what, what's this fair thing all about? So, been here to talk about it. So, they're gonna come on the show. A little later, uh, talk uh, about that. Super excited. So with that, with that, with that, let's get right into it. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rug Radio. What's the word? Um, yeah, hey guys. So equities mostly unchanged today. We didn't really have a huge move either way yesterday. Um, I would say interest rates feel pretty weak here. We're still relatively elevated. I think we're at um, like 3.96% now on 10-year. Um, there was some inflation data that came out yesterday. It wasn't CPI. It was this thing called PCE, which is something the Fed looks at. But um, that number showed uh, an actual increase in the annual inflation rate um, from December, sorry, from, yeah, from December to February or, or whatever the time period is they, they use there. So um, that's yet like another data point, even though it's not the big headline number, it's another data point that shows that maybe inflation is at least having some kind of like a short-term uh, leveling out here. So um, we had a bit of an interest rate sell-off on the back of that. Um, crypto was a little bit weak on the back of that. I think we dropped from um, the local, when I say local highs, I mean like the one-day highs we, we reached. But um, crypto today is kind of like unchanged. Some things are bouncing a little bit. Um, uh, I think that's kind of it, really. I think like on the macro side of things, it's, it's feeling like, like, look, the S&P 500 is up. 8% on the year. Uh, sorry, SP500 is up 2% on the year. NASDAQ is up 8% on the year. Bitcoin is up 40% on the year. And ETH is up 35% on the year. So there is like, with the data changing a little bit, there is room for downside here. And I think if we were at levels where we were in December or November, then I would say, well, I don't really care about the data because we're, we're at such low prices. But given how much we rallied to begin the year, I think there is some room for downside. It doesn't change my view on wanting to be long. It doesn't change my view on what happens throughout the whole year. But I just think short term, um, that the the risk reward is maybe potentially not in your favor. And that also doesn't mean I'm going to sell anything. It doesn't mean I'm advocating like selling ETH and all that kind of stuff because you never really know. Um, but I think it's just something to be wary of. And I think for me, it's like, okay, I'm, I, I'm still want to be averaging down on ETH. And if we do, I, I want to save those bullets for if we do drop another 10 or 20%, then I want to be able to buy at those levels, basically. And that's how I'm thinking about it. 
Yeah, so uh, it looks like Bitcoin's at 23.5 ETH, 16.40. And by the way, we're live on video as well. We're back on video, of course. This is where we're home. So if you want to catch us live on the video while we share the screen and whatnot, as usual, welcome to, to join us there. Uh, it's been at the top. Uh, but yeah, Bitcoin's at 23.5 ETH, 16.40. Uh, where's uh, where's uh, Polygon at? 124, Solana's around 22.50. So similar levels that when we all went away to Paris about a week ago. It seems like we've just been going sideways for a minute now. Um, Ovi, any any indicators, any things coming up? I think it, we talked about FOMC and whatnot. So, but well, yeah, we, yeah, so I thought we'd get payrolls this Friday, but we don't get it this Friday mm-hmm. because it's a short month, so they need a bit more time to process the data. So we actually don't get payrolls until next Friday, um, which I believe oh. is the 10th of March, I think. So um, yeah, we've got a bit to uh, a bit longer to wait. All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess there's that uh, on the macro levels, uh, right? Uh, and and crypto as well. Aside from, uh, I don't know if you guys talked about it yesterday on the show, Mando, about Gary Gensler. Yeah, well, we basically thoughts. had exactly the same conversation yesterday. Yeah. So don't okay. worry about it. There you go. Um, <laughs> it, does, it does feel like alts are getting hammered, kind of recently, right? Like a lot of the alts that, and we said this like a week ago, that even if Ethan Bitcoin could do go sideways here, and alts could go down quite a bit. Uh, blur is yeah. a blow 80 cents or was blow 80 cents. Uh, Rollbook came down a lot. What's Magic came down a lot. Um, all these coins, we said like huge moves up at the start of the year, um, have all moved down, including a lot of the layer twos, um, given, given, uh, Coindesk, uh, sorry, Coinbase is moving into, moving into the L2 space. Um, so things like Matic are now down like 1.24 and that was at 1.5 like a week ago, right? So, it's um it's been decent moves kind of across the board I think it, 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 in most alts. Um, it was an aggressive move up though, right? It was a move up to one and a half from like seventy seven cents, right, on the Matic front. So exactly, exactly, and I think people who've been through these alt seasons before they realize when when the narratives start to get a little bit tenuous, and it felt like I don't know two weeks ago the stuff up eight hundred percent, people were like, oh, buy, 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 and that's just the stuff you're not meant to buy, you know. Like when Canto was at 80 cents, you just meant to like, you know, just take a step back yeah. and reevaluate everything that's going on in your life. And, and then, um, everything's and, going on in your life. Get back in at 40 cents, you know, um, <laughs> reevaluate what's going on in your life. <laughs> Where about you buy Canto? Can we, can we get into that? Or? Um, I think fifties, I think sixties and forties. So around, yeah, oh, really? not big, yeah, not big, low five figures, like same, very small bag, line, just though. to keep keep in, stay involved. I haven't looked at it since I bought it, honestly. It's like, good. yeah, um, fun. I stopped yeah. looking. I stopped looking. I, I repositioned myself before France so I, I wouldn't have a stressful week in Paris. And I, I actually, I'm looking at prices of everything for the first time this morning with you guys. Really finding yeah. out about the price of ETH on yeah. this show. Decent <laughs> moves. I mean, eight coin. Went Strong, from five, five to six, then back to five very, very quickly. Um, and that was a case with a bunch of these, these different alts. I, I, I don't know if now, I kind of agree with what you're saying over to an extent, but crypto yeah. continues to outperform, right? It, it does outperform pretty strongly. So, um, and stocks have come off decently from, from um, where they were just a few, just, just a couple of weeks ago. So there is, a, there is a chance here where, you know, crypto continues to outperform. I think that's that's always been the decoupling thesis, and although it's been a very strong start to the year, I think it's it's quite tough to look at it in isolation there because the back end, just remember November, December were were pretty brutal for, for crypto yeah. because of the whole FTX stuff. So 
over a four month period, over a four month period, crypto's basically done nothing. And I, I believe in that period, stocks are up decently. So um, I think it, a lot of it's to do with the time frame that you kind of look at stuff. So um, yeah, look, I, I'm still relatively bullish on 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 crypto here. I agree that we could have some stuff come out of the sales still in alts. Alts could still go down another 20, 30% in my opinion. And Bitcoin and ETH doesn't even have to do anything. Just It could just stay where it is. But um, if you felt like you missed some alts during the run-up and you wanted to own some for for a strong 2023, I think this isn't a bad time to consider, um, you know, buying dips. Well, there you go. This is, it's never a bad time, right? It's never a bad time. I mean, no, it, it could be a bad time sometimes uh, to consider uh, buying <laughs> yeah, a bad time. Take that back. <laughs> you ever want to buy an, uh, like one of these altcoins up like 700%? But, not altcoins, uh, definitely not altcoins. And you yeah. probably don't want to buy them when they, you hate to buy them when they're down like 50, 60%, but... Um, I think that's what you should be looking at for across a bunch of these coins because some of them have had decent moves, down like thirty percent on the week, um, uh, probably down about forty percent over the last two weeks. So I've personally that, been looking at accumulating ETH and or Bitcoin at some point, but me too. You know how it is. So much safer. Like, let's be honest. Like yeah. when all those alts were moving, you were saying, "Oh, you know, I wish I owned all these." It's true. And it but is, now I'm like, no. You would get yeah. absolutely crushed um, because yeah. at that that stage they all, they all went down a lot. So if you don't want to get uh, FOMO from an alt rallying. I don't think there are some decent ones, I think, out there. Mm-hmm. 100%. Anyways, all right. Enough of the coin talk. Let's talk about our favorite thing. Let's talk about NFTs. Can you dig it? Yeah, look, it's um, it's been a bit of a recovery, uh, I would guess, over the last uh, uh, 24 hours. It felt as though on Monday... Things were starting to dip again. Board Apes kind of went down to like 68, 67 area. Um, but today they're above 70. Uh, looks like around 71 on Blur. Um, and I'm using that as the bellwether across the board because I think people are um, are looking at that more than more than normal. I think Board Apes have topped the charts in terms of volumes pretty much every day for the last um, 10 days. So it, it does feel like um, that is the bellwether at the moment and that's, that's probably leading the market. So the fact that that's a back above 70... I think is, uh, is is showing some showing some strength, um, and you're kind of seeing that across the board. So doodles doodles um, seeing decent volume. Mutants still above fifteen. I haven't seen any major moves um, in any of the top in any of the top twenty, other than um, it looks like some of the meme land stuff is is rallying again. Um, I saw you saw captains go above sixteenth. Remember the meme land? They were bidding on this um, sewer pass key, but they didn't win it. So I don't really know what that means, but maybe that means um, people are assuming more more money for the ecosystem. Um, and uh, other than that, it looks like very, very small moves, even though volumes have stayed pretty elevated. I think we saw volumes of, of around 90 million again yesterday. Um, so decent volumes, not not big uh, floor price moves, um, very, very little in terms of, um, in terms of uh, news coming out over the last uh, 24 hours. I know there's going to be some news the proof ecosystem later this week, um, obviously announced by Kevin Rose, I think in early March. Um, other than that, it's just it's just big sweeps up and down. Um, we did speak about the um, the VVD uh, rare Pepe ecosystem. Um, notable Pepe's. Notable Pepe's. <laughs> Interestingly, it looks like one of the one of the cards was delisted. That Dangies. Um, no way. 
We're going yeah. to TMCA. What happened? By who? By what? I didn't see that car. What happened there? By the original artist. Do you remember? Do you remember how this happened? So he did. He did. He did an Nifty Gateway job, and um, he got called out because he basically just took one of the assets from somebody else. It looks slightly different, but it was basically the same. Um, and that artist, like, um, basically uh, rightly called him out for it. Uh, he apologized and then um, kind of moved on. But then he used that as like his meme card. So he put a he put a Pepe on that chair for this for this meme card series. And now it looks like it's been DMCA. I'm not sure if it's by the same artist or not, um, but yeah, it's been basically been what he had done was. Oh, then someone just DM me something, so I'll go look at it right now. But it's this chair. He 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 had bought the ass the chair asset and built art around that. Well, he basically just put the art on. It, it was very the original one on Nifty Gateway. I think he got rightly um he got rightly called out for. But this one this one was pretty funny. I thought this one was pretty funny. Yeah. Wasn't? I mean, interesting. I know. And then, um, look the, the big <laughs> look at sale. the GM here. <laughs> the <DMCA>. big sale. <laughs> look at that. Look at what VVD posted two hours ago. This, uh, it said, "Don't make chair art," and then DMCA in red. Check it out. The fun stops here because we know, uh, you know, um, VVD has always been a big proponent of like, you know, against like CC zero and anti DMCA and all that, and so he just uh, put that out there. Uh, just there that it's uh, you gotta love VVD for always uh, taking that and <laughs> look at Alpha Centauri what chair <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious you gotta love VVD for you know um, for being there uh, you know supporting that juice. but go ahead go ahead man I'll take it home no that was it the, the only biggest sale we saw was the sewer pass sale which we'll probably get into later <laughs> yeah. going for a thousand ETH and then <laughs> obviously Yuga looking to do kind of a lava lab style Generative art project, which seems very different to anything else they've ever done before uh, on the Ordinals network. So, um, well, not on the Ordinals network, on the Bitcoin network through Ordinals, but it, it's uh, that's been the most interesting stuff going forward. Um, yeah, uh, I haven't played yet this Toad mode yet. Uh, I played one game, but I mean, I've got to play all that for all, all our remaining sewer passes, but um, that's the only real thing I think coming up for the for the ETH NFTs of Yuga Labs. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys saw anything, but that's that's what I saw. Yeah. Um, I just I just played um, the Toad mode just because I, I remember, like, shit, I got to play my, my two passes, score some points. It's fun. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was intense. It was uh, definitely an intense game mode. And it's a lot of fun, though. So definitely make sure you play it. Uh, at least once, right? Because you have to score in order to uh, in order to um, to uh, get the whatever trait or if that's onto your mecha ape or whatever happens next. Garga was you know talking about when I was moderating his panel in Paris about um, you know how this is going to be three games and how um, because you scored high on one game doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be good at the other games that they've tried to make it quite competitive and whatnot in that sense. So I guess we'll see where Mongrel ends up uh, scoring there, right? Uh, you know, so that, that kid is fucking, I mean, wow, absolutely crushed it. Congrats to him. I bumped my DM. I slid twice now trying to get him on. Uh, yesterday, dropped a little comment. Come on the show, Mongrel. But I don't know if he's the type. He's quite younger. He's 18. Um, pretty impressive. 18 wow. years old. And yeah, 18 years old. Um, and uh, Adam Weitzman is the person who uh, 
who uh, who acquired the key uh, for me or Thousand ETH. Uh, you know, it doesn't that's like me buying like a McDonald's. Not gonna lie, uh, you know, to him, but it's, <laughs> it's uh, quite impressive. I I remember seeing Adam Weitzman. I don't know if you guys remember, but I went to a gala at FCNYC. I remember there was like um actually gala that SBF was talking at. Now he chose back. Like everyone was looking at him like a god at the time, but there was an ape. That was uh, for like it was for charity, and there was an ape, a born ape that was uh, that was out there. Uh, and Adam Weitzman was the person who bid up to four hundred fifty k in the room and just bought it. So he's been he's been uh, in the in the ecosystem for a minute. Uh, I think he even had apes before that. But it's uh, yeah, that was the same person um, that uh, that uh, that did so uh, and that uh, and that bought uh, bought the key. I mean, it's pretty uh, it's pretty impressive, impressive stuff if you ask me. I mean, I don't know what you guys think about that, but. Um, there was a tweet yesterday from McGraw. I'm going to pull it up real quick here in a second if it loads for us. There you go. So it's a Fortnite Pro. Obviously, we've talked about McGraw already like 10 times at this time on the morning show. Uh, but a tweet like this, I mean, and, you know, the headlines, all of, I opened Instagram today and, like, it's all over every single NFT page, gaming page, a lot of them are talking about this because Mongrel is not just anybody in the gaming space, right? He's, you know, Fortnite mm-hmm. professional champion who had won a $3 million tournament like when he was six. I don't even know what age he was. Uh, so it's pretty cool. He said, I've agreed to sell the key for a thousand ETH to Adam Weitzman. Super nice guy and thrilled to sail. Went through with him. A special thank you to Yuga Labs for hosting an incredible competition. I look forward to competing in future events. And then he took one out of Mando's uh, tweet. Royalties will be paid in full. We absolutely, lo- <laughs> absolutely love to see it. And I'm saying more and more of this. I'm saying more and more yeah? of this. Look, look, exactly like you. A sentence. Royalties will be paid in full. I'm pretty sure you said the same thing. Uh, but and then uh, in the second follow-up tweet, big thank you to Trey Booman for helping with the whole process. The sale has been made on OS for 1,000 ETH. So it is a you know, full-blown OS uh, deal uh, and, and sale that was made uh, on there. Uh, for a thousand, did he sell it too, he sell it too cheap? Like, there was when we were on the show. Meanland okay. is in the nine gag ecosystem. Yeah. A bid nine hundred ninety nine ETH, mm-hmm. and then he sells it to somebody else for a thousand ETH. Well, it seems like he wanted a thousand ETH, right? Um, I know. All I'm saying is, OSF. What would you say in that scenario? It feels like you have two buyers at at. at uh, I think he sold it too cheap. I think. He I think he yeah. two buyers at a thousand. Yeah, like, I would have put it at a thousand ETH reserve well, auction, and then uh, I like and then, that. And then someone bids it. I, I like would tell the guys, reserve auction, and then just see where it goes. I like that. You know what? When he got a six hundred ninety ETH bid, he tweeted, "Double it, and I'll take it." When yeah. the updial put a say, so I was figured he'd take. I thought his price was like thirteen, like whatever six ninety times two is like thirteen yeah. something. And so he's a, he's a young dude. He's a very young guy, and he's crushed it. So fair play to him. Like he's made another yeah, million dollars like that. He started uh, yeah. the, the Nick and Peel on the show. This way, we were saying Easy was saying he's already yeah. started stabling some of that cash. So he's you know he's yeah. he's, he's he's made bank. He's made bank. You know. That's awesome. Yeah. He's going to do really well in life. Like the way that way that we well the way that I see the world going with this whole you know gamers getting paid. Um, I think I think he's gonna do really well. We right? need, does he buy an apes with that or what? Like I'm seeing, let's let's check his account. Uh, let's check his uh, OpenSea here. Uh, here here it is, right? That's the sale uh, to to McGraw of all thousand fucking ETH. This is so crazy. Uh, it's just crazy to see it right there. It's 1.6 million dollars. Like it's so much money to win for playing a game 
from a company is like two years old into this space. It's actually insane. Um, and we don't even know what the key is yet. Like, <laughs> it's the craziest part. There's two more games. There's two more games going on. Uh, so we'll see how that ages. But it can only age well when you get something for free. <laughs> and you make a thousand ETH, right? Out of it. Let's, let's check his vault out. What does Mongrel own? Let's, you know, what is, what is, there's, there's still a 999, the 9gag people, they still have the offer on it. <laughs> so it's crazy. He could get out of it now if he wanted to. Yeah, that's the crazy part. <laughs> there's so much money in this space. Holy shit. <laughs> or I mean, some people have a lot of money in the space, which is wild. He's still got a, I mean, he's got a hella, uh, oh, that's it. That's all you got. All these sewer passes that all scored pretty high, right? Because that's your score on there, like your 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 ranking, right? You got multiple in the top. Yeah, he's got top. second, seventh, twelfth, fifth, tenth. Yeah, and all of them are top forty out of like you know out of like thirteen of them. Uh, so it's uh, pretty impressive. Seems like a few people sent him a free a couple of free NFTs as well. So love to see that. Damn, we should should I should have placed an NFT in there uh, yesterday. Now it's too late. Uh, but <laughs> definitely, uh, should have set up something. But yeah, I mean, congratulations, Mongrel. Then I guess we'll see where the where the second game um takes us and uh, where it goes. But it's definitely uh definitely impressive. Um, I'm assuming this is a bullish thing, right, for gaming in general. You know, I think it's a lot of lot of headlines for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you if I Google Mongrel, right? Let's see. Yeah, there you go. So if I Google Mongrel, here you go. And go to news tab. It's all over it, right? So it's it's all you see, uh, you know, in, in multiple languages. But it seems to be again, it's mostly a, you know, crypto focused, um, crypto focused. Um, oh, there he goes. He's gone, ladies and gentlemen. He's out. Ovi said, "I'm done. I'm out. I'm left video. Left the stage. That was his thirty minutes of fame." <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I don't see you, Com. Sorry, Com has been here the entire time. I'm trying to bring him up. Uh, I didn't see him uh, here. But yeah, so it seems like this is what happened. There was a tweet I saw earlier from Bryson here. He was saying, Fortnite promo growl uh, sold the BAYC golden key for $1.6 million. That was one of the largest solo prize. Wow. One of the largest solo prize pool wins for video game main competition history. A huge moment from for with your gaming. See, I, I don't know how much prize pools are usually for gaming. So um, I think it's pretty cool. Um, to see that happen all on chain, right? It's uh wow. Congratulations. On the on the on the Yuga side still, um, you know, uh, they introduced yesterday uh the ordinals, right? So it's um it's uh, uh Yuga Labs introducing twelve fold, uh, and that's on the Yuga News website, an experimental three hundred piece collection from Yuga Labs on the Bitcoin blockchain. Today we announced an original and experimental 300-piece generative art collection inscribed onto Satoshis that will live on the Bitcoin blockchain called 12-fold. Uh, Satoshis are yada, 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 and here they are explaining it. So that's the, that's the, that's the pieces, right? 300-piece generative art on Bitcoin, and it's going to be in the form of an auction, uh, all 300 of them. Mando, what are your initial thoughts on this? Um, I thought it was strange. I thought it was really, really weird uh, when I first saw it. It is uh, out of left like, field. It was unexpected for sure. But um, I think it, it perhaps points to the broader aims of Yuga Labs. Um, Yuga is not trying to just be bored apes, I think. 
Um, obviously, it owns Punks, which is a very different style of collection. Um, and then it has the whole board AP system. But it's interesting to see them go down this this route. Um, it kind of does did remind me of Lava Labs going into like Autoglyphs as well mm-hmm. as going into Punks at the same time. Um, I don't know. Like, it, it, does it feel right to you? It, it does feel slightly off brand to me, but at the same time, I think it will go really well. I just think it's slightly off brand, and maybe may, maybe they maybe that's what they want to do, and maybe they want to push forward. But um, maybe this is just the start of Yuga Labs trying a bunch of different things in the space. As an owner of um, the board ape assets, I don't know if this is a positive or a negative. In some, in I don't some think ways, it adds or removes anything to the value of that. Well, in in some ways, you there was a lot of criticism when they did it other side, right? That it it's slightly there were there were people who were scared that it would deviate the focus perhaps even away from the the whole board ape ecosystem. Um, I remember that for a long, long time. That was the narrative, you know, that, like mm-hmm. they've they've bitten off more they they can chew with the other side, and maybe going down these side quests might not be seen as good for board ape holders. But at the same time, maybe it's seen as a good thing. Maybe not touching with the board apes is kind of what board ape owners want. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe. You could, Aggressively, they'll they'll want them to be treated more and more like CryptoPunks um, because it's it's risky every single time you you fuck with these um, assets, right? So it's slightly um, maybe it's it's cool to see them go down these sort of um, tangents and maybe they'll build something out of this and all that sort of stuff. But um, it definitely points to Yuga Labs, I think, trying to be at the forefront of digital assets in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're what nearly twenty five thousand ordinals, maybe more at this stage. No, just way more. We've cost a hundred k, two hundred k. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like uh, maybe it was two hundred thousand. Maybe it's yeah, still. yeah. That's thing. That's what you're my impression. Because I think we're beyond. Like it's been, it's taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm out there by a factor, but um, it doesn't feel like they're maybe like super early to this. But maybe they're not super late. Like how many people have really heard of ordinals at this yeah. stage? So maybe being one of the the first major um, NFT labs basically to do this move is, is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I think. You know, when I was moderating Garga, right? And I asked him how many team members. I asked him that every time. He said over 140 now. So to me, it's like, wow. it's like probably a group of like two, three, four. I don't know. A group of the people over there. I say, yo, why don't we try this experiment with generative art under the Yuga Labs umbrella? Because Yuga Labs is not Board Ape, right? Board Ape Yacht Club is a brand on the Yuga Labs. CryptoPunk is a brand on the Yuga Labs. If separated from MeBits, which is another brand on the Yuga Labs. And now in the other side, and now you have... 12-fold. And what I think is fun here is the biggest brand in NFTs embracing the tech fully and going to generative art. I like the bridge that you made to Autoglyphs, which Larva Labs is famous for having started the first ever generative art project on chain, which is Autoglyphs that came before CryptoPunks, uh, which is you know very sought after in the in the in actually in the art world, right? That was also donated by Larva Labs to the Sancho Pompidou, just like the ape. Uh, just like the punk. Uh, but I, I think it's it's fun to see them try. Right, and and we'll see what happens. Right, I don't think it value. I don't think it adds any value to board apes though, or or to uh, or or removes anything. Definitely, not. I wouldn't see this as like a back punk for the apes. But I think it's cool that they're like they're like doing. It. It's funny on the back of that the board ape, the board ape stolen assets. Um, you know, the I think um, I think uh, the 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 fake board apes on. Punks, the board punk, whatever they're called, started pumping on that and went up 300% on the back. <laughs> so the stolen assets of the apes <laughs> started pumping back at that. I got to highlight this really funny comment here. You ever see something and immediately know you're priced out? 
yeah, this is it. <laughs> that is what I thought to myself too when I saw it. <laughs> but look, it's cool. Obviously, um, you have all this, uh, all these people that are that are Leonidas, of course, happy about it. Of course, Udi's out there in the comment section. And look, if it can make big corners like Yuga, why not? You know, it's like, we'll see. Look, I don't think it pumps the ASI does that or that. But hey, the apes, by the way, have recovered pretty well uh, from, 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 you know, you guys selling off and whatnot. And then Machi and frankly and whatnot. So again, goes to show you, they have a strong supportive brand. Like it's super strong. We every- spoke about this quite a bit yesterday. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Like the recovery in them almost makes you more bullish them. Right. Like it's almost like, well, they went through that. Um, Matchy sold Matchy sold way more than what we even sold him. Right? I didn't know so, that. I, I was completely out of the. So he sold ninety apes. Wow, like one hundred and fifty mutants, one hundred and fifty other side. Dude, he like, decentralized he your apes. Everything he, he did it and for more. The club. He sold all our apes and more. Um, and it seemed as though people used that as a buying opportunity. So, yep. how many how many other NFTs have have like had that happen? You know, none, um, dude. Like besides um, Azuki, that had this like Azuki fallen knife, completely bought Punks back up. It. That's it. Yeah, Punks has had it. Punks always has a stable. It. Yeah, but you look at if that had happened to any other collection, mm-hmm. it, and it does sometimes happen, and you see those sort of mad dips of like 50 percent um, over the course of like two days, mm-hmm. and then it all up this hard. I think that just shows that you know very strong that's brand. A, that's a very good sign. Yeah, every time. There's a big FUD from Franklin selling. I swear to God, it goes back up. And from what I saw, and I wasn't really on Twitter last week, by the way, it felt great. But I saw Franklin FUD and I told myself, this shit's going to pop. And it happened. So just so y'all know, the signal is always Franklin getting hit it on. And it'll always go back up. And <laughs> I saw someone blaming them. From for for the dip and then saying, why aren't you guys blaming Mando and Ovi? <laughs> and then someone responded, no, it's actually for Rogue's fault. I was like, hell yeah, I second that one. <laughs> I thought it was great, but look, all in all, at the end, the club is still doing great. There's a thousand each sale. There's the ordinals. We're still talking about them. Twenty minutes on our show, they talked about them. Thirty minutes on their show this morning, the boys at Nifty Portal. So at the end of the day, you know, they start the top. But anyways, quick pivot here, right? Speaking of last week, speaking of Paris, you know, glad to be joined here for. For a minute here with with Combe of NFT Paris. I mean, Combe was one of the co-founders uh, of NFT Paris. How are you doing? Good morning. Hey, hey, how are you? Uh, have you had time to rest yet? Um, yeah, I did last night. Actually, I went to bed at nine p.m. And uh, are, I you woke up... in, are you still in Paris or are you back in Malaya? Oh no, no, I left. I I, I left uh, Monday. Wait, when did I leave? Uh, Monday. Yeah, Monday. So yesterday, and I got back home okay, yesterday. Cool. It feels good. Had to go. I would, I would stay, you know, you don't have to really twist my arm to stay in Paris. Uh, you know, I would, li- I could, I could live there. Honestly, I, I could really easily live there. I hope one day once my readers really well in line is everything. Um, I could, you know, spend some more time out there in Europe, but, uh, come, uh, you know, how are you doing? Have you rested? <laughs> Honestly, I'm still so tired about the, like, last week was insane and the weeks before with all the installation starting and stuff, it was really, really insane. Like, we had we had over 18,000 people coming to the venue over the two days. So that was, like, wow. insanely busy. 
like like actually the administration of the Grand Palais told us that they had never seen this in the history of the Grand Palais having like such a large crowd gathering like from 9 a.m. until like late and staying for the whole days gathering and speaking networking and stuff so it was it was really really exhilarating to have all this energy throughout like the two days yeah that was that was crazy yeah i saw a tweet uh from nft paris saying from 500 people last year to a little bit over 18,000 people over two days the energy was insane Logist logistics has to be improved but the revolution cannot be stopped i mean you even had the first lady yeah. you had the, the brigitte macron the, the wife of emmanuel <laughs> macron come to the show and am i wrong to say did the government of france support your event uh, I mean, like the the venue is kind of linked to the Minister of Culture, so in that sense, they they kind of sponsored the event. But uh, otherwise, not wow. really. But like we had really uh, an honor to have like Brigitte involved, and also the the current Minister of Culture and also the Minister of Digital Transformation. Wow. So it was really, oh. really uh, insane. But Brigitte Macron was really my uh, like my personal highlight of uh, of the two days, making her like discovering NFTs and bringing her like to Tom Sachs actually Tom Sachs installations was so funny because uh, he spent like five minutes spelling Brigitte's uh, name wrong and I, and at the end he said oh you're like <laughs> you, you mean you're Macron like Emmanuel Macron and she was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, yeah. I, I got to say, one of my highlights was finally meeting Tom Sachs yeah. and, and telling him in person that I'm a fan of his uh, and, and shaking his hand. And man, do I totally invite him on the show and I got the email, so we're good. Uh, but I was like, it would be an honor to host you. And that was cool. Speaking of that, it's one of the rare events where I saw every big founder at their booth yeah. standing there for hours. Yeah, I, at some point that I was, I was cool. walking by like uh, art blocks and super rare booth and both the co-founders were on their booth like explaining nfts and explaining the technology to the visitors so it was like what the fuck is happening here <laughs> yeah you had you have tom Sachs at us we had the booth uh, right next to decrypt where dan roberts was there too the whole time didn't have the booth at all he's the editor chef of decrypt media super cool running interviews all day long uh the side events were great too i mean come like how do you i know this is a success Obviously, I mean, I hope you consider it a, a big success. Quick question for you. What do you think made success of NFT Paris? Because I know a lot of people want to throw conferences. Big criticism conferences get is that only the side events are good, but nobody goes to a conference, but everybody went to this conference. Yeah, I, I mean, from, from the beginning, we had like this vision and this will not to have like a, a lot of side events and people coming only to the side events and not attending the main events. So that's why we really like, pushed on this uh, on this point we chose this venue also because it's quite iconic and like it opens up like the nft ecosystem also to a whole new population that wouldn't have heard about, about nft paris actually if it wasn't for the grand palais so regarding brands regarding like traditional cultural institutions regarding like all these kind of players that attended the event and wouldn't have attend uh, otherwise and also we had like this kind of strong principle regarding curation not to have like too many stages but to have like really uh the biggest players of the space taking the stand and actually that was a bit uh complicated because like the room wasn't big enough obviously but it was mm -hmm. amazing to have like all these key players key founders like just uh being at nft paris in front of the fl tower like the the picture amazing <laughs> like it's insane yeah as someone who is from paris and that got into NFTs two years ago last week. 
it was, I was celebrating my two years oh, wow. in 10 anniversary. I have to say it felt really special um, speaking there with, you know, in the most beautiful city in the world. Uh, it was really uh, the stage. Maybe if it, I, I know the criticism you got was it was a little small and maybe the first day the line of tops always big. But I mean, you went from 500 people to 20,000. So I think you should be pretty <laughs> proud of yourself uh, with regards to that. Thanks. And, and congrats to your, to your talk with Greg. I, I know this kind of uh, post-party moderation is kind of your sweet spot. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, did you do it on purpose to send me at 11 a.m. on stage with, with, with Garga? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, it's going to be like 9 a.m. So you're really <laughs> kind of this sweet spot. <laughs> Yeah, the night before was the was the was the wrecked show, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't easy. Did you manage to go to any of the parties at night? Yeah, I know. I only attended to the Doodles dinner, which is really nice, uh, and then I, I, I went to bed because I was so exhausted that like uh, the day that went. But how how long did you guys plan this for? Because I'm pretty sure you told me to come ask me to come speak like six months ago. I don't even remember when you started talking. Yeah. It was like so long ago. Uh, actually, we started working on the second edition right after the first edition. So about a year ago. And we had like four months uh, of full negotiations with uh, the Grand Palais to validate the project because, uh, you know, like we were really young and like the project uh, was also really young and we really needed to convince them that nfts were the future also for traditional cultural institutions so it took a lot of education uh to kind of validate this um, this event in such a institution institutional venue and then there yeah, so i guess like for the past year we were like full time on this uh day and night <laughs> Wow. Well, congratulations, Comb. This is, uh, oh, I think there's a little echo coming on your end. Oh. oh, there you go. Is it better? Boom. There you go. Uh, maybe it's fine. Don't worry about it. Maybe if you just want to mute when I respond to you, it'll be easier. Et voilà, voilà tranquille comme ça, on se casse pas la tête. Uh, on va faire le show en français maintenant. Um, <laughs> I'm going to move to French, man. Mando's smiling, laughing. Mando, what, what were your thoughts? I'm sure you shared them yesterday, so we're, we're not going to go at length here, but I don't know if you had any questions or thoughts for, for Comey. What's your feedback on, on, on the actual event? Yeah, all, all you said, we did speak about it at length yesterday, but um, yeah, I, I think just the idea that people turn up to a conference is, is actually a good thing. Also, we spoke about how the, that the conversations actually were a little bit more, I don't know, they were a bit more advanced than perhaps um, other conferences that I've been to. Um, it definitely felt like the second generation of conference rather than that initial one where everyone was trying to work out what the hell an NFT was. So um, I thought that was I thought that was good. Um, and, you know, the location just makes you want to go there. Yeah. The location was... Uh... The location was quite a spectacle. It was it was actually perfect. Come, what was the next uh, event for you guys? Already working on the next NFT Paris or what? Yeah, we, we started actually working on the next NFT Paris. Uh, like, talking back to the venue to kind of have also these dates validated, talking back to the partners to have the feedback also on the on-site experience. We're going to share a lot of content, obviously. Uh, but yeah, super excited about like NFT Paris 2024. Uh, hope you'll be there as well. Oh, sorry. I thought I was unmuted. You can, you can definitely, definitely count myself. can definitely count Rug Radio. I'm sure OP and Mando are down to go back. I mean, sounds like they also had a great time. Uh, you can definitely, definitely count us all in uh, for next year. I think it was great. I mean, I've been... You know what, Mando? 
ever since we went to the Ledger Open, I think Ledger Open really set the tone for Paris. And then Coleman and the NFT Paris team really managed to take it home. And, you know, it was, it's really impressive the amount of people into the space out in Europe. Because that was one big criticism. I was like, why are all the events in America, all the events in America, all the events in America, more stuff in, in Europe. Obviously, NFT Lisbon is quite the event with John Carpus. We're going to be there as well. Shout out to John. But this NFT Paris really, really, really set a bar, in my opinion, for like how, you know, uh, Web3 is growing in, 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 in Europe. And, and you did a good job, Com. So congratulations. I mean, I don't know if you have anything else you, you want to add to this uh, before we move forward, but I just want to really thank you again. Um, you have myself. And, and the boys here and, and, and Rug Radio for, for the support and, uh, and for having us out there. It was, uh, it was really, really a good time. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks so much for being part of Anthony Paris. And thank you to everyone that attended. Uh, please, if you have any feedback on the event, obviously, please share it. And we'll try to fix everything that went a bit off uh, for next year. There you go. That's perfect. I mean, I'm sure you know you've got some feedback and you're already working on it. I can't wait. I think this was so fun. It was my favorite. Uh, for for the longest time, VCon was my favorite conference I had been to, and I was like, "You've dethroned that." So, <laughs> to let's me, go. Um, <laughs> let's go. NFT Paris is officially the favorite conference I've I've ever uh, been to in the last two years, and, and I'm very uh, very much uh, looking forward to uh, to working with you again and partnering with you uh, next year as well. So, come. Thank you so much for coming this morning, and congratulations again. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Ciao. That was fun. Um, <clears throat> Mando, I mean, quite the event. I mean, damn, I, I missed the fam already. It's always fun to, to be in person, right? With a bunch of people. I thought, you know, quickly, and I'm going to go to the fair team. We're all hiding in, behind that fair. I'm like, are you guys going to come up? Like, yeah, we're all behind that logo right now. So I'm afraid for that button to go on mute. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be as soon as you, you get a release, you know, when the store opens during Boxing Day and then everyone just rushes in. That's, you know, I'm, I hit that on mute button. Everyone's Isaac's going <laughs> pop out, isn't he? Isaac's popping. Who do you think pops out first? Oh, def- definitely Isaac. Which or, Isaac? Or maybe, they, have yeah, two, definitely. they have two Isaacs there. Ben Tata or Camlish? <laughs> uh, I think it'll be Bentata. He's, he's the he's the spokesman of, of the group. He yeah he he he's quite the guy. I know he's excited for the banta. Uh, I, I think I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it would be Iona. But now they have power to control who goes in first, and they're gonna make sure we both are wrong. So they're gonna send Jack first. But <laughs> but quickly, uh, Mando. Um, I mean, I thought I thought this whole thing was great. Not only was the conference perfect, like. Like the actual conference was interesting. There was some great people out there. The booths were so fun, uh, like all of them. Uh, but also the quality of the speakers was one of these conferences where you actually like, oh, this thing ends. Oh, let me stay for the next one. Let me stay for the next one. Like you actually wanted to sit there and 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 listen. It was just banger guest after banger guest. Uh, yeah. You know. So what, what what are you looking forward to the rest of this year? What's the next? What's the one you think is going to be like that? Well, because of NFT Paris now, I'm. Um, uber bullish on NFT Lisbon, NFC Lisbon, um, makes me even more excited. Clearly that like, there's like this, uh, there's clearly this like huge demand for, for these events in Paris. I mean, John Carp is already very successful. That I heard last year was great. And we're definitely going to be partnering with them and, and going there. So I'm very, very excited for that one. I think that's the, that's the main one. I mean, NFT New York seems like a bunch of people are going to go just because they're going to do a bunch of side events, but it's probably going to be about side events once again, versus the actual conference. And then of course, VCon again, this year is probably going to be, um, Really good in Indianapolis, right? So it's really. About I want to go to Asia. I want to. We should find a. Dude, we should find a conference in Asia. A token twenty, whatever forty something, or you know NFT, yeah, whatever. Hit us token up. Token sixty nine. 
Hit us up. We want to go to Japan. Never been. Japan or South Korea. Dude, Seoul, Seoul could be. Korea, right? Oh, Singapore maybe. I think we've already been invited to the one this year in, 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 in South Korea. What is it called? Um, Korea Blockchain yeah. Week. I think there's that. So, uh, so there's going to be a... Uh, yeah, Camilla's already excited. So happy you and the team are coming to NFC Lisbon. The city in June is a vibe. And Camilla also wants to show us that Ovi and I are wrong about Portugal. Uh, so I, I can't Camilla, wait. Camilla is from Porto. So she's, love she's not a huge fan of Lisbon and she won't admit it but, uh, on stage. But yeah, she's, uh, <laughs> she's actually hoping that NFC moves to Porto, I think, uh, by the end of the year. You know what I loved about NFT Paris, though, is the culture, right? Like they brought some cultural icons uh, in the space and there was obviously a bunch of people outside the space but it's just like it was cool to be able to just be like this is what I love about Europe is like I got to speak to people from around the world and it was so fun like again like yeah. culture in Europe is like very hard to beat and on top of that just the, the roaster I mean I have this picture live on, on, the sh- on the video and look you could probably name all of these people like all of them are important figures in space yeah. all of them are building incredible things and not only was the main event great but every single side event was a banger. Like, shout yeah. out to everybody through events. I know people made fun of Frank and Luca for their event. Fuck that, man. They managed to get people together to have fun. Yes, yeah, their brand maybe caters to a more specific crowd. But you know what? Like, <laughs> dude, like, people probably wish they could garner so much attention. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I had dinner with Luca couple nights before this and like what they're doing is so cool got to meet got to spend some time with frank at your event actually because after his was done you were the only party still going on till five in the morning <laughs> so, so frank shows up at like 3 40 a.m like yeah i'm outside all right all right <laughs> but you know it's, it's just like it was just cool and then from like going to dinner at the, the dinner party that uh, speaker's dinner you know that was really cool some beautiful people there what was impressive for me though my highlight Amanda is how many fellow punks I met. Like the punks showed out strong in Paris. That was a lot of fun. I got to meet Beauty and the Punk. She's awesome. Like OG as it gets. Like Ape Claimer, Zombie Claimer, everything. Uh, MB Vault that has 174 punks. Uh, the Punks Club team. Like all the, you know, it was really cool. Forever Punks. Like it was really cool. Like the Art Blocks event with Ledger. That was cool, right? Like all these things was uh, really great. And that was, by the way, probably one of the favorite moments of my life when we hosted in that basement by the back. Yeah, it was a lot of fun with that. Yeah, that was magical. We need to do more of the roundtable style uh, talks and conversations. I'm going to frame that photo, I think, or something and figure it out. But that was that was really, like, really cool. And it was fun that we brought Thread Guy out <laughs> to, to get to that. But anyways, uh, anyways, anyways, uh, it's uh, it's uh, that was my little TLDR. I'm sure you guys will hear me talk about this more on the night show uh, if the night show comes back tonight. But I think it should. I think it's. I think tonight's the night where the where the night show uh returns on uh on uh on uh you know I think we're over our our uh, our, our jet lags. But anyways, anyways, I'm gonna pivot here. I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot here to the fair team. Yo yo yo. What's up? Let's see who talks. <laughs> Let's go! Bloody hell. It was Isaac. Is it? 45 minutes, ready to rock. Is it Isaac? <laughs> is it Isaac? Yeah, it's all going to be an Isaac. It's very, it's very straightforward. It's either Which Isaac, Isaac went first? You got Camlish. Camlish, yeah. So we were both double, wrong. Double Isaac for you. This is mm, it. Yeah. Deadly. So, so we were wrong. I mean, I went for Iona because I was like, you know, Iona's for sure going first. 
Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> you built yeah. Iona. Like Iona is like completely bedridden after the intern series. You know, it was after she saw your supreme three-piece suit. Honestly, never <laughs> seen such a flex for the intern series. Bloody hell! Honestly, So you guys will go on these trips and then you guys just get ill for like a week. Is that is that how it is? I don't yeah, think anyone was. Post Miami. Post Miami. Everyone came down. I think big hearts for Iona that's recovering in bed right now. We wish you better, Iona. Big hearts, big hearts. <laughs> you, we're, we're not made for this party lifestyle. I think Mando was shocked that, you know, I can only handle about half a beer before I was out cold. So, you know, this is it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm old now or like, does, do people just don't drink like they used to, I don't think. Right. Um, and, and, I'm young, and I'm young, but it does feel like it's definitely not normal to go out and get, um, and get, like get wasted, I guess. That's, that's Listen, half really beer, is, half beer, is something. I tell you that. I'm telling you, it's nearly, <laughs> it, rounded up. That's a full beer. This is. I, I the right guy, <laughs> guy couldn't handle it. Right, the right like, guy couldn't was, follow. The right guy he did. Was at a nine every single night. Right. What, he, what, how Trey, many drinks could he take? I don't know, but he definitely could not keep up. Unless, uh, aside from the last, last, last night, I took him out back to the Rasputin, uh, and he he definitely. Oh, uh, did he did he do well that night? He did well. The <laughs> show, he like fell asleep on the sofa. They they put like a blanket over him. Uh, <laughs> I can't you guys, believe it. Fred guy's never been to Europe. This is like his first little visit across the pond. Hell yeah! yeah. Know, red guy in Paris. Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. I said Emily in Paris. It is. Emily in, Ma- in Paris meets Drake. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much uh, uh, what it was. It was super fun, but hey, it was you know what? It was fun to to spend some time with you guys uh, uh, as well. Uh, you know, over in France, I know we spent some time on Basel, but we got to spend a little more time out there in Europe, and it was definitely a, a great time uh, with the, with the fair team over here. I mean. Damn, I mean, where do we even start here? Where do, I, where do we start? Where, I let's don't start. Know. We know what we're going to start from the beginning. How's that? And <laughs> and, and and from from the first question, you know, now I usually go who is, but I'm going to go here. What is? What is fair? xyz because obviously oh, you are our title on, sponsors on. to our show. We have our little intro every day, but we Rob haven't. He wants to know, you know. I genuinely <laughs> wants to know. I genuinely want to know. There's no idea at this stage. Uh, yeah, exactly. At this point, for all, <laughs> we've spoken <laughs> to Rock every day, honestly, like every day for the past three months, and he still doesn't know what fair XYZ is. There's no, no concept. The amount of times I've heard him, I still have no idea what's listen, going on, guys. It, it I trust me, you. Like it took me. Listen, we had this I, conversation. I don't even know who I am yet. I, I find myself every day. If that makes you feel better about it. But definitely for the audience here, because we have a lot of you know audience that come on a daily basis uh, to listen uh, to to listen to us, and uh, and at this point they must be wondering, you know, uh, if we can learn more for sure. So tell us, tell us the Isaacs, Isaac oh. squared, Isaac squared. What is fair like X Y Z? Okay. Oh wow, wow, wow! Here we go. This is it. What is fair X Y Z? Love this guy. And he just bop, bop, bop. Honestly, it's it's much. Much. <laughs> I'm looking at my soundboard. I'm thinking like, which one? We hit 100 higher, Isaac, to be a co-host. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Isaac, if ever you want to leave oh, your oh, your oh. job. <laughs> <laughs> What's Welcome. going on? <laughs> Welcome to Fair X Y Z. Okay. Anyway, enough of this. We're probably we spent too much money on this to be playing the Godfather theme song. <laughs> Honestly, we need to get into business. This is it. Too much. 
Soundboard is going on hold for the next three minutes. I'm telling you, this is it. Enough of that. Oh, my gosh. All right. It's what is fair XYZ? Well, what isn't fair XYZ? I'll tell you that. So, I mean, we started over a year ago now, me and Bentata. Um, so, I was, I think, you know, I was on the NFT team at Instagram. Bentata was trading away with Mando, honestly, trying to make that side cash. And then, I don't know, for us, obviously, we got super involved in the space going on. Um, um, and every time we spoke to artists, I think for us, we were just like appalled about, you know, all of these artists paying literally in some cases, hundreds of thousands of dollars to basically get developers to build out their consumer experiences. And I think for us on the collector side as well, you know, us, you know, spending many late nights on spaces like this, you know, trying to get involved with the hottest mints and losing out because we didn't know how to basically optimize our gas, you know, parameters or didn't have bots and stuff like this. I think on both sides of the coin, we saw a lot of inequity and a lot of unfairness in the space. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, we decided to take a big leap and try and take on the world and launch Fair XYZ. And yeah, I think that's really what Fair XYZ is trying to do is trying to bring a lot of fairness to the space. I think for creators, we're trying to basically remove the needs to have technical expertise to come with the craziest and wildest mechanics you can ever think of. I don't know exactly if you want to cover more on this. Like... Yeah, I mean, like from our perspective, right, there's a lot of people that have been building amazing stuff in the space. If you're a one-off one artist, you know, there's amazing solutions out there. Same for additions. I mean, that that's that's all great. Um, but there's always been this kind of need for when you want to do a very big drop, you know, if you're thinking of doing like a 10K drop or something like that, in which essentially there, was, there weren't really any solutions back when we started. And that's really why we set out to build FAIR. Basically, it's just to enable creators to launch completely end-to-end -end NFT collections, but also provide the fairest experience to their users. You know, like, come to a website that you trust, mint to low gas fees, don't compete against bots, you, you know, don't don't interact with, like, a compromised smart contract, and overall just ensure a pretty smooth uh, minting experience overall. So we went live in October, first week of October of 2022. And, yeah, it's been super interesting since. I mean, we've had around 3,000 collections that have dropped through the platform, um, we've been working with you know, some incredible creators, obviously Ovi and Alien Queen, we did the tab drop with them. Hopefully Ovi, you like the experience. Um, he's not here. Oh gosh, he's not here, fuck. Ovi left coming. a very long time ago, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I, I here. Completely I'm here for sure. But Mando, you loved it, you loved it. Mando loved it, honestly. This is Look, it. I remember when we did our original DJs, maybe people don't know this, but we, um, like, I think roughly... Maybe fifty or sixty percent of all the all the funds that we even did from the original DJs drop actually went on devs. Um, oh, it wow. was nuts. Like at that time, we just um, the amount that people were charged to do the most basic stuff uh, was crazy. So um, since then, all this like no code stuff. I am no code, you know. I am. I am. I am. This is just makes it so much easier for me. So. Um, Doing stuff through for you guys is just is has been a completely different experience. Um, and, I think, and yeah, I think what's amazing was, is that we've managed to get some really really successful collections happening through the platform. Whether that's for the Ukrainian government or mutant hounds or drops like this, which really sort of managed to get to the top of like the open sea tables. And for us, it's amazing that an average like a random creator in the middle of nowhere which doesn't have access you know, to any sort of capital to hire developers, gets access to the same technology as all of these blue chips. I think that's the goal. We just want to level the playing field and let creators mm -hmm. leverage Web3 in an awesome way. We've had the wackiest and craziest collectors and creators. We launch had like of us. a bakery in Singapore. Yeah, right? we had a bakery in Singapore, <laughs> which was giving like exclusive pastries to holders. What? We've had artists, we've had a zoo, we've had 
every single type of brand, creator, and artist launch with us. And that's what's exciting because we think that Web3 is going to unlock a whole new uh-huh. sort of experience for consumers. And we just want to be the forefront of that. Um, so that's why, you know, we're working together with you guys and everything around Stubbs, which is really trying to innovate on how to incentivize listeners. We did the Minter token with OpenSea, which was trying to incentivize people to buy on primary sale. And we're constantly trying to innovate and we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Um, so that's what we are and that's what we're trying to do. And um, hopefully, you know, we can do some cool shit for the community and people can appreciate that. Someone's asking. Right now for rug stops, by the way. Yeah, very yeah. fucking pumped. Very pumped for that. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. We're going to get to that in a second. Just someone's quickly asking where someone said, yo, Fair XYZ, what's the Singapore bakery I want to mint? These guys are the definition of big industry, right? You have. You have no idea of the stuff that they've been minting over the, over the last year. It's four percent of all ETH NFTs. So it's like, wait, it is some of the most random stuff. So uh, tell me about like, that. Like, tell me more about that, right? Because like, I, I like the fact because like when I got into the space, what really got me like super excited about it is because it literally evens out the playing field in my eyes, right? For someone like myself or Mad- anyone to come in and just build something in the space, uh, regardless of like what you know where you know where you're from or like you know, how big you are and whatnot. And I think it's pretty cool. We've seen a lot of artists in that in that, in that sense, you know, that couldn't necessarily take off in Web2 and whatnot and traditional art world really, really boom in the space and, and, and build successful careers. So similarly, that's in I, I, that's the premise on which you launched FAIR, uh, which is super cool. So you're telling me 4% of all NFT uh, created on Ethereum are on FAIR XYZ. That's the stat I had no idea of until today. That is pretty gangster. Yeah, you, said, you were meant to be saying it every day for the last week, but yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna ask for Rook to explain. It doesn't. It doesn't. Ca- it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's my pin tweet. Uh- <laughs> in, in one ear, in one ear, out the other. In case one, he forgets. What do you think? It's still pinned. Exactly. It's just because I can say, just go to my pin tweet. You know that. That's why we got the little <laughs> graphics going on, y'all. Hey, when you guys say British banter, you didn't say for Rook Rose Fest, okay? Oh, oh, so- come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. It's it's always all love with you guys. I think it's fun to find like other like young, you know, creators in the space to be able to like, you know, partner and work together and launch things together. But so that's um that's um that's been pretty cool. I mean, talk to us about some key product products and features, right, that you guys have, have launched over the last um uh, last years that you've been you've been uh, around. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, the one that we're most excited about is the one that we just put out, which is yeah. conditions to buy. It's our pin tweet right now. And I think, you know, we've been looking at the space over the past few months and seeing it evolve. And you constantly have this thing, you know, different metas that people are chasing after, right? So it becomes a free mint meta. Then it was a CC zero with the free mints. Then it came to like open editions and so on. Mm-hmm. And looking at the ecosystem overall, we kind of realized there was a big reliance on developers or, you know, just like big brands to come out with what's going to become the new meta, right? So that you rely on a platform building open editions for you for that to become a meta. And that's really what conditions to buy is. It's basically bridging that gap so that you no longer rely on platforms or in third parties to create a meta. Conditions to buy basically make, allows you to build the wildest drop mechanics with your mint. And we don't really give you a recipe book for it, right? You just basically can mint anything on top of it. So the idea is usually you'd have to rely on, you know, a coder to do something like what we're doing with rug stubs, which is like, you know, stubs, which is basically the idea of getting a code, which you listen to during a spaces, which then gives you access into a mint. We're not giving anyone a recipe book anymore. We're just giving you the whole tool set, no code, and we're gonna let you mint your own, create your own meta from that perspective. 
the type of drops which we're going to be seeing on fair in the next three months is absolutely crazy. We're going to let you condition it on the wildest things like what the weather is in Tokyo or attending certain events or, you don't know, I don't know, all sorts of crazy stuff we have around Twitter and Discord and bonkers mechanics, which I think is going to be really exciting, not just for creators, but for collectors, which are really seeking new innovation in the space. We want creators to be creating their new metas and innovating in the level which has never been done before without having to do any coding whatsoever. And that's what we're really excited for. Stubs is like a brand new innovation, which I think the Twitter spaces has never seen before. People are going to be able to innovate and do things like this, completely bespoke. Um, and you know, ult ultimately the thing is there's no barriers to entry. Like people can just launch on mm -hmm. there. There's no upfront cost. You know, you only have to spare a fee if you make money. And that's what's amazing. The barriers for experimentation are so low. And that's what we're really excited about. I, I like that a lot because you guys just make things easy, right? Like you just said that that's the goal to no code apps and, and whatnot and to, and to just make everything seamless and simple uh, for people. Just quickly, before I go there, I did promise our audience, you know, starting soon, when I say code, you're going to be able to claim your, your, your mint passes for our stuff. So I'm super excited. I mean, the same ones as, as you used to claim your rug token. But for now, for today, there is a code today. Mando, can you guess what today's code is? Is it fair again? We used fair Paris? already. We already had fair as a code. Paris? Yes. There you go. Paris. P-A-R-I-S is the code to earn when? your rug token. Rug.fm forward slash rewards. Opt in if you want a PFP, a rug, or a pass. It takes two seconds and you only have to sign up once. You sign once and you can always claim. Claimer secret code is Paris. P-R-I-S. But let me ask you boys uh, behind the fair account here. So... Of course, there's a lot of people now trying to use, uh, b build these tools for creators, right? And there's a lot of great people building those behind that. What makes FAIR different uh, for creators? Yo, yo, yo. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm waiting for that Isaac, <laughs> Isaac co-name. That's what, that's what we're really waiting Just for. That. Just that. That's it. That's all I care Just about. Just yo, yo, yo. And that's I love it. the yeah, yo, 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 yo. Hold on. Yeah, I, have yeah, a, I have an easier answer for you. It's the guy who's never been in front of a mic before, right? He, he's just like, he's in front of a yeah, mic and thinks he needs to I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. This is what happens when you spend the past two months building stubs in the tiny we work for you. <laughs> <laughs> we had you guys working in a sweatshop all along. <laughs> We've just been spending late nights with no microphone, just building out stuff. No. It, no but it's but actually, honestly, I know you guys are joking, but it's true. You guys are actually, that's all you're doing. It's pretty cool. No, we're heads down though. We're completely heads you down. You are. I think that what we've managed to do over such a short period of time, like I think really shows our ability to innovate and bring new new mechanics and new innovations to the market. Um, I think one of the big things which we're, which, which we're really excited about is that we're very much creator first. Like even our brand name, you know, is a funny story actually. Um, it was before we actually raised our seed round, OpenSea invested in us, which was really, really exciting. You know, but we decided to invest literally like half our life savings into the domain because we really want to infuse fairness and put creators first all the time. So all the decisions we make are always got a creator first, um, you know, mindset, which I think is super important. And I think helps us separate from other platforms, which are very much focused on traders and stuff like this. But I think the level of innovation and the stuff which we're doing, I think is really going to separate us out. I think right now, I think we've become a real leader for large 10K drops in the no-code no code fashion. I think there's other amazing platforms which we're really excited about, which have been focusing on one-on-ones and additions. But if you want to launch a 10K um, with no code, so artwork generation, smart contract, allow listing, your own landing page, decentralization of your assets, 
all under one website. I think we've become a great leader in that, you know, even doing something like the Mutant Hounds, uh, you know, which obviously raised, I know, you know, you guys have your views on it, but I think, you know, raising $4 million on primary sale using a no-code tool like us is something which we're really, really proud of and an achievement for us, which shows you don't need to have, you know, these hundreds of thousands of dollars developers to really reach the top of the game, um, which is something which we're really excited about. No, I love that. It's pretty impressive. And I remember well, my first experience minting on your platform was when I minted my tabs. Um, and uh, and I, I thought that was extremely seamless. I remember telling Mando and OSF that <clears throat> it was really impressive how fast it went. I think I minted 20 of them, right? Or claimed, like, was it 10, 20? I forgot, for like a dollar in gas. Um, and then um, it was just, just the experience was like easy. It's like, oh, click the couple buttons, I'm done, right? And then they show up. So that's usually the best thing you want, right? From from someone on the other side. And you just make it very, um, very easy and uh, and simple. And so I think we're just continuing to do that. Mm-hmm. Go on. So I was saying that we continue to do that. And I think, you know, something which is really exciting, I think we're, we can happy to reveal it here is that, you know, every single one of the creators on FAIR is going to be able to let people buy their NFTs with fiat. And, you know, innovations like this, I think are going to really open the barrier of who can be a creator, but also who can be a collector. And we're going to constantly innovate and do things differently. I think we're, we've got our vision of where we think NFTs are going to be over the next three, four years. And, you know, for us, we're just continuing to build, um, you know, through the highs and lows, we're going to constantly be here and try and do cool shit for the community. And that's what we're about. Um, and that's what we're really excited to be working in this space. So I want to I want to take a little deeper dive into into the, you know, obviously uh, conditions to buy and stops for a second. But quickly, Mando, I think you did you want to ask something? I, I saw you go earlier. No, I was just going to ask. So let's say I have a concept for a collection. I, I, I Obviously, I think um, that's where you guys have been strongest can you just like walk through how exactly it works do you help with the artwork with the like which bits are you able to like help build out and how is that process throughout throughout the experience for sure i mean ideally we cover the whole process right because the reality is that we've been super obsessive over ui and ux to make it as seamless as possible and basically like a four-step process right so the first thing you do is you build out your landing page for your project you literally just have to add a couple of assets in you can customize it as you like it's pretty much fully customizable and that already gives you that initial marketing front for when you want to start pitching your project you now have a website where people can go to and read more about you so it's not just a twitter mm-hmm. face now um the next part is obviously you know upload, uploading artwork so we you know, you know we support the traditional artwork upload which is just upload your images upload metadata but then we also have a generative art engine which is 100 percent free to use so you can build your rarities your rules you can edit one-of-ones you can do all of that cool stuff through the platform we're actually in the middle of massively upgrading it to add incredible functionality. So definitely stay tuned for that. And then the rest is, you know, two clicks, right? Like we've tried to make the whole process of putting artwork on IPFS, owning your own smart contract, literally a two-click process, and with the lowest possible gas fees. So once you're done with that, you're pretty much good to go. Um, from there onwards, the rest is just building blocks, right? Like if you want to have a very wacky sale with like different conditions to buy, then you can do that, right? You can add scheduled drops in which, for example, so this is interesting, right? Um, we were speaking to an artist a couple of days ago about conditions to buy. It was it was right before we put out the feature. And we were basically telling them about, you know, the different areas of composability that you can have within the product. And we were speaking to them about um, this list idea of, you know, being able to add wallets that can be part of an allow list. But you can also have a block list, essentially blocking wallets that can't, can't mint from your drop. And he was like, well, that's great. I'm just going to block people that aren't paying royalties in my collection, right? And it's that level of composability to the point in which, okay, we're not going to force anyone to block people that aren't paying royalties, but the artist now has that choice. And I think that's really what's important about the building process on the platform. You have 
full ownership over your drop and you can make it as easy or as complex as you like. We have no idea how people are going to use these tools. And that's what is exciting. I think we're going to see a lot of the innovation and creativity coming from FactYZ creators in the forthcoming weeks. And we have no idea how they're going to use them. I think we constantly every day see refreshing use cases of how they're using our tools. And that's what we're excited. We're completely agnostic um, to any sort of vertical. And we just want to see brands, creators and artists use our tools in really cool ways. That's super cool. So take me through uh, conditions to buy, right? Because of course, like what's something we've been talking about on the show. And I'm, I'm reading this tweet here. I Obviously, it's pinned at the top also for people who are more curious about it if you want to follow along or but if you're just listening. And I'm also sharing it on the video. Uh, but it says, introducing conditions to buy, a new way for creators to decide what can mint their art. Build the wildest drop mechanics by gathering your mint to your most loyal audience. And no, this is not just another allow list feature, which is cool, right? Because we need, you know, something a little more than that. And then you follow up with the tweet saying conditions to buy enable creators to combine as many requirements as they like uh, in whichever way they like to have full control over their sale. For example, require someone to own two crypto punks and no passcode or be part uh, of a raffle winner's list of men. So you can really just like set all of these like different mint mechanics, which is really fun. I'm going through all of them right now. Looking at all of them. But yeah, I kind of want to go a little deeper into that because it's, it's a pretty cool tool. Honestly, honestly, again, like, like everything else you guys build, which is why I'm, I'm glad we're doing stuff together. Uh, it's just like simple. And that's just the first three conditions you see there. We actually have sort of a roadmap of around 50 different conditions we want to add to the platform. So these are just the first three. Um, and now that we've built out the infrastructure and worked out how we want to make this super seamless, you're going to be seeing a lot more. I think for us, one of the main things we've seen platforms do is that, you know, discoverability is so important for creators. Like if you're not, you know, like a, a, an OV or a Farouk, you know, you're a new creator just starting off, like really getting anything on the marketing front is quite hard. So that's why I think, you know, platforms like Premint have done an amazing job where you basically condition people to be part of your allow list mm -hmm. um, if you like or retweet these tweets. Um, but, you know, the, A, you know, that's relatively simple, but B, the process is quite cumbersome. You have to go to a separate platform. Then you get like this list of addresses, which you have to integrate. Into it's a hassle. Contract. We just went through it. It's a hassle. So now, you know, literally on your collection page, you know, it just says, are you eligible for the mint? And it tells you the conditions. And real time as you mint, it basically it lets people which are you know eligible mint and those those which are not they need they basically get to discover what they need to do so it basically turns everything into a one-step process but not only that i think we spent months just thinking about the ux of these things and the way it's done is that you get these conditions as building blocks and you can combine them using and ors or nots to let you come up with all sorts of interesting mechanics. So it's not just like a list, like as you've seen on these other platforms where it's like, you must like this, must retweet this. You can do all interesting things. So like one of the ones we were discussing with you, Farouk, was like, what if you made a condition that you must not follow someone, you know, and what, what chaos that's going to cause, um, you know, for pure activism or for just for interesting consumer experiences. So yeah, I think it's going to unlock a whole bunch of creativity, which is going to be really exciting. And we really focused on even the most minute details. For example, you know, making an NFT ownership condition, basically saying that someone must own the board date. It's not just like you have, like typically, it's a process we're all used to, but it's a bit painful where if you want to, you know, do something like that, you know, on another platform, mm -hmm. you need to go to OpenSea of the Board Date Yacht Club page, work out their contract address, put it back, etc. 
on fair you can just search the name of your address you know we've got this collaboration with OpenSea. you know we basically get the verified collections you can see them in the click of a button straight away it imports all of the collectors and you can basically then have all of these interesting parameters you say that you must own at least three board apes five board apes or even no board apes right so there's so much flexibility and creativity which is going to come from this tool um and we think it's going to be a game changer um I think right now, you know, we're just really getting started. We've been only live for about four or five months, which is nothing in the infancy of things. And we really hope that, you know, creators, you know, see a lot of value in what we're doing and we'll just continue to build cool stuff. I think I think the the brands that are important to the space right now are brands who just focus on like I know we 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 a lot of people use that word like like, oh mass adoption, this, mass adoption, that, but like you can't actually mass adopt until we have the tools to do so, right? And and so I like that you guys are really just focused on catering to that, if that makes sense, right? Like, it's like, you really just focus on like, yo, you know, we're just building the tools that will allow any creator, any artist, any founder to come into space and put a drop together uh, with specific conditions, whatnot. Or even if we wanted tomorrow, just reward our audience and with a drop, whatever, it's it's pretty easy to pull, uh, pull, pull together uh, very fast. So I like that a lot. I think it's really cool. Um, with regards to what you guys are building. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I think it's, it's really for all of us in this, in this space is to, to define the future of NFTs. I mean, the market is so much smaller now. And I think for us, we're just trying to reinvent what is going to be the next rush of, of, of creators and collectors which are going to come into this space and why. I don't think at FAIR we're trying to wait um, for like the next bull run or something no. like this. We want to be the Definitely creators not. of the bull run. And like, that's... That's at least the mindset we're going into things as. And that's why, you know, we're working with some of the biggest brands and signed with WPP, which is one of the biggest global advertising agencies. Really? Um, you know, to really help, you know, bring a lot of these brands into Web3. And we're just going to be constantly trying to innovate and, you know, hopefully bring cool stuff to the space and, you know, do things different, you know, you know, beyond just the 10Ks or the open editions. Like, what is the next type of collectibles which people are going to be getting? You know, is it going to be loyalty schemes, physical backed assets, all sorts? So, yeah, I'm very excited and hopefully people can appreciate what we're trying to do. I had no yeah, idea. That's, that's impressive. Holy shit. <laughs> big change. You've seen it, seen it for the last couple of months. These sort of no-code ways, open editions obviously came up in a very similar sort of way. Like, people suddenly finding the tech very easy and then you've just seen creativity go crazy like we wouldn't have had checks without that sort of movement and then this seems like the same sort of no code solution for oes but also broader collections with perhaps a bit more diversity so look this is this is um hopefully this just provides the infrastructure for you know the next metas like you just said at the start like the next the next checks or the next board apes or just, just some sort of concept to come out with these sort of easy no code solutions that somebody who's a creative can kind of uh use straight away i think it's pretty smart to try and have like as a as a brand have a have to try like the next meta being born on like your platform i, I think it's i think it's something uh i think uh i think it's uh uh it's it's pretty cool i'm having someone saying can't find the link to claim the stub that's because you can't claim a stub yet but we're going to talk about that in a second uh, with the team the the the, the code is paris though if you want to claim your rug token a rug.fm forward slash rewards P-A-R-I-S. I do want to talk about uh, about uh, about stubs for a second, but before I'm gonna to talk to you guys about something extremely important. Um, and uh, on this uh, on on the stage, I, I don't think any of you guys um, know what I'm about to talk about, and uh, not even uh, the great Mando or wrecked Mando, should I say? A little birdie told me. A little birdie told me. Now, now everybody, hang tight in the audience, okay? Because you're gonna to have to hold these guys accountable for something here. 
a little birdie told me that Zach, you know, that if Fair XYZ hits 50,000 followers on Twitter, you'd live stream yourself saying GM 50,000 times in a row. Is that true or false? It's it's true, but I did not expect the call out. But I guess I guess, <laughs> fuck. I guess yeah, we were just yeah. I guess it's on now. It, we, we we I was like fifty fifty about it, but now it's definitely on. For us to put you into a corner now. I I was told you know I was told that you know that's what you do. <laughs> it's on! It's on! It's on! I can't believe it. This is Jack stitching us up. He's like the only one. I, I, in the I, team I, hold on. I, I didn't say any. I didn't. Don't don't go out here trying to trying to tell. <laughs> I I'm not stitching on anyone. I said a little birdie. I don't. I didn't say the little birdie's name oh is Jack. Okay, so it, both of you to assume that birdie's gender. First of all. Second of all. So would it. you actually? Are you actually gonna do it? I mean, you're. You're gonna get to fifty thousand uh, followers one day or another, but will you actually say GM fifty thousand times on video if that happens? Fuck. Okay. Yeah, I guess this is it. This is it. If you can work your magic throw, girls, to that big five zero, we will say GM fifty thousand times. Heard it here first on live stream. On live stream. That's and how. Um, that's how, how Mr. Beast My voice has gone off in fifteen minutes. This is it. My voice already gone from fifteen minutes. So imagine what it's going to be like after seven hours of GM. But anyway, there we go. There you go. There you go. There you go. We got him. We got him. I tell you what, when I quit my job at Instagram, I didn't think that this was what I'll be doing. But anyway, there you go. This is it. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying, that's how Mr. Beast became big, wasn't it? He he used to go on and like the set, it was like counted to like a million or something ridiculous for one of his early, um, early. Early videos. Oh, I think I've heard yeah, I'm, not, I'm not doing a million GMs, but I'll take 50k. Okay. <laughs> that will be um, about seven hours. About seven hours, yeah. I'll watch the whole thing. I'll watch seven the whole thing. hours. Oh, do you think we can do my. it? I think, yeah. th- uh, yes, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll be there to support you. We'll be there. I'm not saying I'll be there all seven hours, but I'll have you on the back. Actually, yeah, fuck it. I'll have you the, on one of my screens. Let's have a live streaming. Let's yeah. Have live streaming. I, I'm happy. If, if you guys want, we can, we can, we can, we can also add that to our collaboration. We'll power the the fifty thousand gems on Rug Radio and, and live oh, stream. Oh come on, come oh, on, big link up, big link up. You know, you know, no, no. Now you have no choice. You know, we're gonna put Rug Radio behind it as well. So we want to hear uh, uh, GM fifty thousand times all right so back back to business though <laughs> back to business that's great thank you that's that's amazing um but <laughs> that was funny like, i wanted to i wanted to slide it in i didn't want to wait for the end because i know at, at this time is where we have more listeners than the end i wanted to make sure it's slid in between two important questions now back to back to back to regular schedule programming stops Stop, stop, stops. I mean, a lot of people have heard about it. I'm getting hit up all the time about it. We had another artist just hit us up after seeing this pin tweet just now. Lana, she's a really dope-ass artist from Montreal, actually. Big fan of her art. But um, and, so, and so we talked about you know launching stops together. It's been at the top. It's been pinned on my tweet for a minute because I'm actually, not because I don't understand it, because I do understand it. <laughs> and I explained it because I'm actually really proud of it because I think it's something that can, you know, uh, first of all, as usual, we want to, at Rug Radio, our main goal is always to reward our listeners and more loyal fans. It's always been that way. It will always be that way. It's something more just like a, a, a fungible token, right? Like it's it's something to give Rug Token out to everyone every day. It's fine, whatever. But it's something else to give 
them something that you know marks a point in time and most importantly something that was created by by dope artists whether very large so yeah you're a big artist or rather underrepresented artists or someone who is just up and coming and you never know what's going to happen after so from your standpoint you know i wanted to ask you I mean, let, let, let's talk about stubs a little bit and and you know from but from from the fair side now right like when it comes to to building something like that out yeah, I mean, it's been a minute now since we've been working on this concept. And I think it starts off by some early conversations with Mando about exactly what you're saying, Farouk. Like, how can we really give back to listeners of GM Web3 um, in a way which has really never been done before? And I think some of the important things were, as you mentioned, like really incentivizing the true listeners and the true fans of GM Web3, but giving them a store of value, which is really exciting and different. And I think that's where Stubbs came about. Um, and I, I think it's, you know, it's going to be a real innovation for the space. I hope that a lot of people are going to be inspired um, by what we're doing together as like a way of really giving back to the community. And I think it's, you know, directly in line with what we're both trying to do, which is, you know, combine, you know, some of those amazing one of one and big artists, as well as these up and coming talents and, you know, give them a platform to really, you know, showcase their art and put them in the hands of potentially new collectors and fans. So I also think it's you know, going to be interesting where we have you know, such a mixed audience of GM Web3, where we have you know, the PFP holders, you know, the casual holders and the one-of-one one artists. And like, it'll be cool to see you know, people learning more about that sort of artwork and fine art space as well, um, which hopefully is going to be a good education for a lot of your listeners. Um, but I think the technology is really, really exciting here. The ability that you know, every day someone is going to be able to claim these stub tokens and each week, we're basically going to provide people the opportunity to burn those tokens which they've claimed for a art piece. Um, and those artists, you know, are really going to be a whole range from, you know, world class artists all the way down to, you know, emerging artists. So, like, really, really excited to see how things play out. And I think there's some really interesting mechanisms, like mechanisms here, like how people are going to decide whether to spend their tokens or not spend their tokens, and the, the you know, the sort of the price action as well is going to be interesting. But I think you know, the real goal here for both Fair and for Rug Radio is just really to give back to listeners um, beyond everything else. Um, so very, very excited on that front. Yeah, I think uh, like from my perspective, right, th this kind of initiative, and it's awesome to be working with for it, it just kind of really epitomizes Web3. Because, you know, in Web2, you'd never be able to build out this kind of mechanic where as a producer or a content producer, you are doing something that benefits you because you're getting more engagement, but also benefits your audience. And then it's kind of like a three-way road, not two-way, because you also have the benefit to the artists that are getting exposure by, you know, being the rewards that all these collectors are getting. So overall, it just seems like a very big, you know, very big win-win for everyone involved. Like everyone in the audience gets rewarded. They feel like they're truly engaging with the spaces. They're truly engaging with you guys when, you know, when you do your spaces. And, you know, they're going to be able to mint awesome art. And I think that's just going to be exciting for everyone. Uh, so overall, just super, super excited for, for this to launch. And just but to summarize for everyone, you listen to the show, you can claim a stub, you spend stubs on art. That is it. That is the concept. Very yep. summarized. Basically, every Friday, you collect the stubs from Monday to Friday because we host five days a week. And then um, on the weekend, you have a small little window to burn the, burn the art. I bring the stops for, for, for the artist that comes on that week. And then we go on to the next artist and the next artist and the next artist. 
uh, every week. So it's, it's going to be super fun. Of course, like different artists will have different amount of, of stubs available, of art piece available because not all artists, you know, want to have a big supply. Some of them want a smaller supply. And we want to be, of course, respectful and mindful of like, at the end, like a, a creator's like decision, right? It's at the end of the day, they, they pick what they want to do, right? And not the other way around. We definitely wanna, don't want to corner artists, you know, corner saying, that's how you do things. No, fuck that. You know, it's like, just like us on the show, our stage, our rules. So it's very similar uh, when it comes to, to creators and artists. It's going to be super fun. Um, to be able um, to be able to uh, to see that I'm excited for Ovi's piece. Honestly, uh, I know he's not going to be the, the the opener, but he's going to be a little bit after, uh, and I'm excited to see what what uh, what yes, Ovi cooks up. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to cook something else. Yeah. And like we're not the idea that you'll be able to instant well redeem it every single week for pieces. You know, we're not asking, we're not uh, forcing people down some sort of rabbit rabbit uh, hole like where they don't it doesn't end up being usable. Like you're going to be able to use it. Um, these mint, mint passes that you can claim every single day, um, every single week, uh, for these art pieces. So I think I think um, it's going to be it's going to be cool. And I, I, what I'm enjoying, and I already spoke to you for a, about this, is that it will probably change the tone of the show as well. Like it will be I think so too. more more creative focused, yes, um, less Fed focused, um, just yes. just a slightly I'm more hyped for this. Show. I'm hyped for this. Like I have a weekly artist interview. God damn it, bro. Because, I mean, I got into this space interviewing artists, like, in February 2021. Like, that's all I was doing for the whole year. It was, like, literally just an artist. That's not my Corey, right? And and Theo and everybody else. So it's, like, going back to that, and it's always fun. And also, like, artists make the space, right? Like, creators make the space. So Rug Radio, like, you know, that's the heart and soul of our, of our brand is literally the 50-plus creators that create content every single fucking day. I was with like 10 of them in France and it was really so fun. But in, in general, there's only one way in two words to describe uh, what's coming up with FAIR. It's fire. And so... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're waiting for your Genesis piece, you know, to be part of the Stubbs collection. This Let's is, do it. We want to see do your it. I have, I, have, uh, I have some really, really dope photography uh, uh, that I've always wanted to, to mint. And and so I I I'll, I'll put one out there. It could be fun down the line, but definitely come the one. On, come on, no, I'll I'll put one in there. Uh, it, <laughs> I lost a lot of them uh, when I lost my my cloud not long ago. But I have a bunch. I've been taking the editing, and doing a bunch of cool stuff with. But of course, like you know, uh, it's it's mostly about putting other people on and putting ourselves on first. But I think it could be fun. I want to see Mando draw. I have a feeling Mando has a secret talent, um, with drawing. I don't know. You think? You think you you strike me as the guy that tomorrow I give you a pen and a paper, tell me to draw something, you probably like will whip something out that will like blow us out of the water. Let's find out. Let's find let's, out. Let's find uh, out. I think, I think you're gonna be very disappointed, it's but fire. I can't wait. I can't wait. But anyways, talk to us about back to the to the fair crew. You know, of course, conditions to buy. There is a competition running. I pre- I had no idea you guys were gonna run this. So you bought five Corey Van Lu Rug Radio PFPs. And you're giving them away, if I'm not mistaken. Do you want to run us through the com- competition going on right now? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, for us, you know, we just would love people to play about with the platform. You know, there's no pressure. You don't need to be like the next Pablo Picasso. Just come and launch and experiment with what we're doing. And, you know, it's very much free to use from that perspective. So, yeah, over the next four weeks, you know, we've just bought a bunch of the Koi Van U PFPs to give away to everyone. So, all you have to do is just mention Rug Radio as one of the tags on your collection page, which you'll be able to see. And yeah, hopefully we can choose some winners and give away some, you know, some cool stuff for people which play about with what we're doing. So any questions, um, you know, always feel free to DM us. Like that's one thing we try and pride ourselves on is like being responsive and being open. We'd love to jump on the call and just chat about NFT creation with anyone and any feedback, like just feel free to pull through to anyone on the team. So 
yeah, super excited and appreciative to be here. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm excited for y'all's giveaway. So is it one person that wins all five or is it five different winners? How are you guys doing it? Oh, it depends. Unless we see something mad, but I think it's going to be one. <laughs> we'll have Let's five go. winners. Spread them out. Spread them out. You know, if you that Mando PFP collection drop, he may have to take them away from everyone. Man, yeah. yeah. 10,000 Mando. Is Mando, is that what the DGEN's NFT, all these fucking cubes color, is that what it's all about? Mando yeah, is creating those. 10,000 <laughs> photos of me on the blockchain. It's fire. I love that. It, yeah, exactly. Hold on. Hold on. It's fire. I have a button. For, I have a button for I can always... It's... 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 It's fire. <laughs> remix. Remix. Honestly, that, that Travis Scott GM remix at the beginning was mental. Honestly, like, too mosh, much. Mosh bit at the Ferris Wheel head office. We were moshing to it. So I don't know. Dude, I, pre- I got pretty good. At, I got I got pretty good at my, uh, you know, at my, uh, at my little things. It's fire. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so, so, so real quick. So I just found out by Camilla tweeting at us under the, at the bottom right. That she's gonna be part, and I'm, now that got me freaking excited because her last one of one slipped out of me. And Mando Novi knows because I, I was texting them about how bad I wanted it, and I didn't jump the gun, and someone else did on Super Rare. And so I found out Camilla is gonna be part of a drop with you guys for International Women's Day. Uh, and I remember Iona saying that she was already creating a bunch of artists for that, but I had no idea that Camilla was gonna be a part of this. So that makes me even more excited. So do you guys want to talk to us about this up and coming drop? Because I think that's it's pretty cool. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I, I think we talk a lot about empowering in the space. Yeah. And we talk all about how we want creators to really bring out their true selves and not be scared to, you know, just express themselves through their art. And, you know, we saw International Women's Day as an amazing opportunity to just collaborate with, with female and ally artists in the space. So um, International Women's Day, 8th of March, 2023, uh, we're going to be basically running a mint with loads of incredible, incredible female artists in the space who just have beautiful art. And they're essentially, they're going to be putting it together into a massive collection that anyone's going to be able to mint. Uh, and pretty much all of the pro- 50% mm-hmm. of the proceeds are going to go uh, towards ActionAid, uh, you know, basically supporting charities that empower women and, and good causes worldwide. Uh, you know, we, we like to think that, that we walk it, we don't just talk it, and we, we are firm believers in empowerment. We just thought this was the best opportunity to do so. Um, it's just been incredible, really. Like, you, you have this thing, right, when you're doing a big drop with so many different artists, but you're a bit almost scared to, like, reach out to 100 artists and just be like, hey, do you want to do this drop with, you know, 99 other people? Uh, but they've all said yes. They, everyone's been keen. Everyone's been excited about it. Everyone's, you know, super, you know, super motivated by this mission. And we're just very excited to see how it goes. Uh, so, yeah, Camilla is definitely one of the artists working with us. We've got a bunch of others who you guys, I'm sure, are uh, familiar with as well. Any Sorry? leaks? Give me, give me more names. I just got so oh. excited about Camilla because I genuinely, like, I'm actually a fan. So it's oh, like, really? We got yeah, yeah Camilla's been listening. Been a, she's been listening for a minute. She's always engaging with us. And I, I just love her art. Like, so any others you want to, like, Drop well, one we've, got, we've got Parin also. That's right. Let's go! So, you know, Parin, yes! Super exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very high. We've got a bunch of others. We've, we've actually put out the, the lineup on our uh, on, on our Twitter. So Where? I'm, I'm sharing your screen. I've been sharing the screen for the last 40 minutes from your Twitter. Where is the lineup? Ooh, oh, we're going to pin it for a second. Then. Oh, there it is. I'm saying, I'm saying, oh, hell yeah. Austin Harvard, Amber Park, and Isabel. That's fi- Arena. Of course, I have Arena's work. Uh, Ashley's in there. It's called Camilla. That's awesome. Come on, man. Some say it's a hotter lineup than Coachella. That's all I'm saying. It's pretty, <laughs> yeah. Lana Danina, I mean, her work is freaking crazy. 
Um, I damn. Okay. Okay, I see you guys. I see okay, you guys. Okay. 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 You okay, man? <laughs> I I think. Listen, I think this is a. I think this is a really really cool International Women's Day on March eighth. So that's um, that's uh, that's obviously uh coming pretty pretty fast. Called Mint for Change seven eighth. Is there anything our listeners need to be paying attention to if they want to be a part of this? Um, yeah, I mean, we're running an allow list a day before just in traditional manner to prevent a gas war in case it, you know, really does blow up. So if you reply to that tweet that's now pinned with your wallet address, we know it got botted by a bunch of people. Don't worry, we'll be filtering those out. But just reply with your wallet address and we should be able to allow list you. Uh, we're running a raffle and we'll be making sure that everyone gets an opportunity to mint if they really sick. want to. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just going to be super exciting. And one of the things I love the most is, is not just that the creators are excited their collectors are excited, right? They're all like, you know, it's amazing art, it's amazing artists, and more importantly, it's an incredible cause. So yeah, uh, super, super hyped for the drop. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely excited after I heard who's coming on. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of editions because like one of ones gets really unaffordable real quick if you add them up. <laughs> so, you know, for me, editions always been my shtick because I collect it for the art. And so I, I just really, I find it really cool that you guys are are, uh, are champion and pushing that. But anyways, 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 I guess one last question for y'all. You know, I got the Isaacs here. We got the commitments on the 50K GMs. Fucking love that. Uh, and, and everything else. And we went quite around. I'm glad that we talked about conditions to buy and about stubs and everything. Any last words uh, you wanted to share here on the show this morning? Nah, just good vibes. Yo, yo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. It's fine. No, for real. Any creators doing cool shit, you know, even if it's not on the platform, just reach out. We just want to do fun stuff, have a good time, and ultimately just provide, you know, cool tools and cool experiences for the community. So, Never feel scared to reach out. You know, we're, we're constantly innovating. We've got an amazing tech team, all from sort of Web2, big tech, who are, you know, really excited and want to constantly innovate. So trying to work with the best creators, brands and artists. So if you're out there and interested in doing something cool, just, you know, we're one message away. And yeah, big love to everyone and keep, keep shining, keep positive and see you all soon. I love that message. That's a beautiful message. I love that. I mean, it's, it's a pleasure to, to work with you guys. Of course, like that was, I know Mando, I know if you were, more familiar with the two of you guys uh, and the team because when they worked for, with you all. But um, when 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 Stubbs' idea came around, and when I saw how fast you actually turned it together, it, it took a while, but it was fast with regards to how fast you to just get on top of it and to be able to, to build. And you're already working on like how this can look after the fact and, and how it can evolve it. So I find it really impressive at the, the rate at which uh, you're able to, uh, to adapt, change, and, and build. So big shout out to you guys, uh, both Isaacs. Uh, for for coming uh, today, co-founders of Affair.xyz. Definitely check him out. Obviously, it's not the last time you're going to hear of them on our show. And definitely not uh, as we're going to be launching Stubbs uh, later in March. And I, and I really can't wait. So thank you so, 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 so much uh, for coming here. And of course, uh, being our partners of GMWeb3 on Rug Radio. Mando, it was great to be back. Whew, nothing like being here. Home turf, baby. Home turf. God, I love it so much. And um, and I guess I'll see y'all tomorrow morning. Who we got coming tomorrow? We got guests all week. I'm pretty sure we got every day this week, right? Yeah, we got guests all week. Tomorrow we got the founders of Bob the Builder. Yeah, we do. Yeah. and then then it's uh, so, I got excited. Uh, and then it's <laughs>
<laughs> we got Bob the Builders coming. I, I had to watch that shit every fucking day because my little brother. And Raul Pal after this. And then Coindesk the day after. So super excited for what's uh, coming this week. And with that, with that, with that, we'll see y'all tomorrow morning. 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Gem Web 3 on Rock Radio. Let's go. It's a beautiful day. Uh, uh. To have a beautiful day. GMGM on this beautiful day. Good morning, two and three. With Morocco, Seth, and Mando. Tune in live at 10 30. And it's all on the road radio. It's a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. GMGM. Rock radio.